So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 284, love on a long weekend. I was talking to Sarah, and she was feeling off. She had come back from a trip, and yeah, she was a little physically tired from all the running around she'd done, but she just had this negativity about her, a very negative mindset. It wasn't the typical session. No matter what we were doing, she always saw the glass half empty. And ultimately, using intuition, you pick up on these things, I made the adjustment. We talked about the thing that was really going on. It was a long weekend, and she didn't have her plus one. She didn't have plans. She felt lonely. We went back and forth a little bit. You know, the stories, the belief systems in her head about, uh, you know, I have to have a sad long weekend if I'm alone. There's no point. I'm, I feel lonely and down and discouraged. Is just that. It's a belief. It's a story. I have plenty of clients who, as they, they begin growing, healing, and evolving, as Sarah is doing now and will, as we work on that core underneath story, it's a very different experience on a long weekend. Like one of my clients who really, really genuinely loves when she has time to herself, whether it's a long weekend or otherwise, she digs into all of the things that make her feel amazing. Some of them are self-connection. Some of them are things like writing or spending a little bit of time in her garden, which is spiritual and nature environments. But when she feels like it, she'll also get out. She'll go to a sailing regatta that's down at one of the lakes near her. And she'll watch and she'll chat with people and she'll meet people. But when we're in a negative story, instead of, oh, this is great, I get to spend some time with myself, or, oh, I feel like connecting with people, let me go to the park where they're doing something and just chat with some people. Let me just smile at people as I'm at the store and start a conversation. Let me call my old friend I haven't talked to in a while. Let me think of all of the things that are right here available to me. Or we can be in that old story of, I don't matter, no one wants me, I'm unloved, and it it poisons everything. It makes everything look bad. For instance, Sarah had friends who had invited her to do things, but that she hadn't gotten back to. But she wasn't focused on the fact that there were people who wanted to be around her. She was more focused on her story, her emotional story from her childhood and that she had reinforced after her divorce. I'm alone. I'm unloved. No one wants me. See, till she changed that story, she was going to have a shitty weekend. So we had to do work on the story, not on 
the fact that she felt tired physically, not on the fact that she was um, trying to figure out what to do about various other discouraging situations in her life. It was her attitude. It was her belief in her old story, not the new story, that was dragging down her perception of everything. By using some of those tools that we use to shift, guiding her through customized tapping, inviting her to go do certain types of mirror work, journaling, certain types of physiological shifts that can change your emotional state and outlook. By giving herself what she needed. What do you really need emotionally? Oh, I feel lonely. I'm not getting connection. But it was deeper than that because every attempt to say, well, how about getting connection this way, this way, this way? She would shoot down because the story was too strong. No, 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 no. I don't know. Except we do know. There are plenty of solutions in life when we believe in them. It's our story that believes we're cut off, we're alone, that there's a reason to be sad if we don't have a person already living with us, a boyfriend, 10 friends that are all renting a place for the long weekend. Long weekends are wonderful. I love long weekends because they bring up people's hidden shit so we can deal with it. If this were not a long weekend, Sarah might have been able to kind of skim through and just do kind of healing work that wasn't really the deep wound, the deep pain that she was carrying. That's why it's awesome when all of those engagement ring commercials come on around November, December, and it's like, oh, I hate seeing that. When am I getting my turns? Great. So that's been hiding in there. Let's deal with it. So those lonely long weekends... Those are wonderful invitations. But if you're already working on your belief system and your story, which is what we had to help Sarah with so that Sarah can now move on and look forward to what she can do, what is possible, what is great about this weekend, which is what is allowing her to now get out and be around people and connect with people and actually have a great day instead of a lonely, sad day. If you're already in a place where you're in that momentum, good for you. What are you going to do that's awesome for you and with yourself today? What are you going to do that connects you to others, past acquaintances, new friends, online or offline? What are you doing to have an amazing long weekend? Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.